You're listening to the Stay Smiling Life podcast, where we share tips and techniques on how to be relentlessly optimistic. You'll learn to extract purpose out of all situations and enjoy your journey of continuous self-improvement. Take control of your happiness and choose to live a Stay Smiling Life because everyone deserves to be happy, including you. Join Join us and let's get to getting happy together. What's up, everybody? What's going on? What's happening? Welcome to Stay Small in Life. Uh, I'm Tayari. I'm Christina. I'm Yoichi. Did Christina forget her name? I think so. I thought you were going to say something because you were like, like sitting next to T. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. it'd be like that, you know. It's okay. My fault. My bad. <laughs> no, it's cool. You know, I just figured you had that that nice little cup of tea over there. You probably yeah. just savoring the flavor. Me and tea are over here. Wishing uh, we had a cup of something. You know something. what I'm saying? All yes. we got is this Purell advanced hand sanitizer. Yeah. I ain't drinking that. Uh, yeah. Oh, my, I'm Carlos. Carlos, by the way. <laughs> What's happening, y'all? Cool, cool. Yo, you see your, your juice? You hear I might have missed that. You uh, did. It was really high pitch. I uh, think. High pitch. I got to retune, recalibrate my ears. Welcome, everybody, to Stay Smiling Life, uh, episode 12. Last time we talked about human connection and before that, uh, being intentional. This week, we're going to be talking about environment. Um, and your environment is basically your surroundings in which, you know, where you, where you live. And, you know, in 24 hours, you're, I imagine, you're in and out of a, a number of different surroundings, right? Um, so, you know, this week we're going to talk about uh, environment, why it's, it's important, what kind of you know impacts it has on our life, and we have on our environment because everything is connected. Uh, so, let me. Sorry, everybody. <clears throat> I kind of want to start off. So, how do how Christina? How do you view environment or, or your definition uh, of environment? What comes to mind? Uh, what comes to mind nowadays is my office, right? My, my office Ooh. environment. Because yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's where I spend most of my time. Um, but yeah, but it could be anything. It, it's it's your environment of your um, the people in your lives. Uh, it could be physical space, um, but, it, but it's what you're surrounding yourself with, right? And... So that's that's what I think of. Okay. Yes. What about you? What, what, what comes to mind when you think of environment? How would you define it? I mean, living environment for one, your home, you know, surroundings at your house where you could relax. Um, where most people still, like I said, your house is becoming your office, so your work environment. Um, I still go to the office, uh, so mm-hmm. different, you know, um, versus other people still at home and. And everything in between, friends, how you spend your time, where you spend your time is also key to keeping your happy, like a balance, I guess you say, between everything. Mm-hmm. Well, you the dog, how would you define environment? What comes to mind? I feel like, I mean, our, my environment is everywhere I'm at. You know what I mean? And so I try to be mindful of... Why is it everywhere you are? What about where I'm at? 
So that's your environment, not mine. Okay, just testing the kung fu. You know testing the kung fu. You know? And right now we have this shared environment. We, we are sharing environment. We've got the hand sanitizer close. You know? <clears throat> uh, the distance isn't drawn to size right now, depending on when you're watching it. The vaccine might have kicked in uh, a 100 and uh, eradicated this uh, nasty virus. So there's that. But uh, sorry to cut you off. Um, so to me, environment is is something that I try to be mindful of and intentional of. I, I pay attention to the environments that I'm in. Uh, it's anything from um, the actual physical space to the people that are around me, to the, the energy that's in the space, mm-hmm. uh, to the um, temperature and all that, right? I know mm-hmm. that for me, <clears throat> environment can impact and affect my mood or my um sometimes even my thought processes yeah you know it's like if i'm cold if i'm freezing cold my shoulders be up here with it and all i can think about is being cold and and i get like kind of stupid it's so funny um if you haven't met carlos or i so he hates being cold i like being cold but i hate being hot so i love being hot So it's, it's pretty funny. So we have a, a, a different poles or whatever. So I've seen Carlos on a, uh, we, we go out sailing pretty often and I've seen him cold shut all the way down during the time when I was trying to learn how to sail. And let me tell you about rough seas and not rocking the boat. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, it's uh, when you, your environment in that, in that instance, what made me comfortable was some good music, you know, um, a, get a good position and um you know now that's all i really had and you know with that i got got used to what i was doing and you know i navigated ourselves from rocky rough seas to a nice calm shallow uh valley high zone where we could kind of get off the boat and um chill um but when for me myself when i think about environment and you made a perfect segue about being um like it affects your mood is your mental space right that's an environment right in which you when you take it down to a level of you know how you experience the world through your senses you know you have sense of touch smell you know um taste so on so forth when i think of environment i get put into a certain mood you know when i'm at work if something's irritating my my mental environment is something um different where you know, if I'm careful and intentional about what I consume and what I pay attention to and what I focus on, that might shift how, you know, I interact so with anybody else. So if I'm cold or if I'm hot and I'm watching terrible things and I see Carlos, I might not be in the greatest mood. But, you know, if I stay cool, stay frosty, you know, I'm watching some TED Talks or something like that, you know, my, my environment might be pretty good. So uh, when, when it comes to uh, impact, um, have you had noticed some certain things in society that um, impact some people um, more than others? Well, I think that, you know, as a clinician, if I don't address, um, assess and address people's environments, the like the main environments, you know, they say most people, a main environment is their home mm-hmm. and then it's either school or work. Right. And then <clears throat> there's like a third place. Mm-hmm. Right. And so um, I tried to assess my clients three places, you know, what's their home environment, what's their work or school environment and mm-hmm. what's the third place, where do they go 
that's not there. It might be the gym. It might be somebody's house, you know, mm-hmm. that they're always hanging out at or some park or whatever. Um, and the third place is usually a coping, a place where you could get like used for healthy coping. Mm-hmm. And so um, to me, you know, at the end of the day, like if your home environment or your neighborhood, if you don't feel safe, mm-hmm. right at home, if you don't feel safe in your neighborhood, that's going to have a huge impact on how you go about the rest of your day or how you go about your days. And it's a cumulative impact mm-hmm. because um, if you're stressed out all the time, that just has a, a cumulative effect. It builds upon right. each other. And so, um, and safety or lack of safety can look different for everybody. Like I, I grew up in a, a house with a lot of stuff in it. And, mm-hmm. and, and then my room was like nice and orderly. Uh, and so if I live in a home, like anytime I've had roommates, and they're messy, like, mm-hmm. I don't feel safe. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like my, like, I'm physically threatened, but I don't feel like I'm at ease. I could, like I could catch a laundry. Yeah, you. It's right. Just, no, it's, it's not just, that. I just can't relax. You got you. You know, like, yeah. I can't, I can't cook and enjoy a meal unless all the dishes are done and the <clears> counters <throat> are, are wiped down because I feel like, how am I going to cook and eat when there's like mess that's just my thing so how do you get how do you come to, to understand like that how your environment was you know affecting your ability to be chill and calm like when when, when did that come to mind when i lived on my own for the first time Dang. and i had straight you know living by myself <laughs> i think everybody should try to live on their own at, at one point in life mm-hmm. just to see who you are what 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 you like what you don't mm-hmm. I, I kept my house well, it was like minimalist and it was clean. So, and the most beautiful thing was when I left my house clean, mm-hmm. I came home, it was clean. Right. There was no like, oh, who left these dishes? Not me. Like, well, I know <clears throat> it wasn't me. So how could it not have been? Did you have a guest over here? That's still your responsibility. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's none of those, oh, who, how'd this break? <laughs> you know, it was- <laughs> You hold yourself accountable. Right, you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, that's when I realized um, I have found a sense of peace that I had never experienced before because I've always lived with other people um, <clears throat> and, and a lot of times messy people. Um, mm. So it was the first time I got to have a clean place and I, I heaven. That's heaven. interesting how your environment as, you know, growing up, if you grow up, grow up in a certain environment, how it can impact your life um, on so many different levels. Um, that is really interesting. Have you, can you relate to that, Christina? uh like home environment yeah just a home environment um you know what was your experience like growing up and has that kind of shaped your your worldview um or on any level really whether it be safety or is there certain things that you kind of picked up growing up that um you look back and connect the dots on and you know develop a a, a, a firm foundation uh, in terms of like physical environment, um, I'm pretty. I'm not. I'm not as clean as Carlos in terms of getting all the all the chores done. But I try to be somewhat orderly, and uh, I don't like when mess is like shoved into closets or drawers. I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, he's going to open the drawer like. Oh! 
Um, but the, and that came at a young age. Like I, I remember my parents having this coffee table where I think my mom always like put it, like shoved a bunch of papers and things in there. And I always, I think was trying to organize it. Although I had no idea how to organize it. Like I had no, like, I didn't know, like, but I was trying in my little way to just like make this orderly because like I knew the mess was there. Um, but that's just, that's more of like a physical environment. So like being, con I, I guess in that regard, like I do agree with Carlos, like when you're in charge of a space, mm -hmm. you can get to um, control, like, you know, find homes for things, right? And that's that's the, the constant um, uh, tug of war that I have with my husband is is finding homes, homes for things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, but but not just that, but um, but yeah, that that's the physical the physical environment. What's up, yo? Sh what about you? So from um, Japanese culture, do you, are there are there some some things that you remember in your childhood about environment that you look back and connect the dots on that you want to share with us that might provide some insight? Uh, I really didn't have my own physical environment because of the fact I had two older brothers that was always picking on me um, <laughs> but um you know seeing going back and forth to japan and stuff like that being in japan um like carl said very minimally the fact that they are very very tight on space mm -hmm. so the innovation that they make for certain like closet or being organized is much more perfected than what we grew up here um, like Kondo Mari, you know, the Mari way, they're being very, very like, you know, if it doesn't, if you had it for a while, if it doesn't uh, let you feel any excitement when you see something, throw it out. Is, is, it, is it really needed? That's those are the questions that we were always asking. Um, spark joy. Spark joy, there you go. That's what I was looking at. I, know, I, knew, I knew the Japanese term, but I didn't know the English, what they were using. But um, yeah, I mean, my house is a little mess sometimes here and there, but um, I'm the opposite of Carlos, I think. I keep everything clean um, outside where everybody will see, and my room is a mess. <laughs> Wait, so you saying that I keep... No, 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 I see. common you... area is messy and my room spotless? He banged on you. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I'm halfway to Carlos, let's put it that way. Yo, this is a good thing Christmas just passed, brother. <laughs> you might have ended up with Cole. <laughs> I mean, like, environment, I think it comes down, like, I think is, uh, it's very important to have, like Carl was saying, somewhere safe or somewhere you feel comfortable. Yeah. Because having a bad environment that you always go back to, I think mm -hmm. also, you step out of it, you get better, I guess you could say, or you think better. Then all of a sudden, you're going back to that same environment that you just feel crappy. It's just that love and hate cycle that you just can't get out of. Like it'll just put you in a rut. And like Carlos is saying is that it does accumulate every single time you're going up, you're up, hey, you're down. Every single time, I think it's gonna harder for you to come back up. You just keep going a little bit lower and lower and lower and lower. So that environment that you feel comfortable is very important, I think. Yeah, you know, that's really interesting that you can jump in and out from, from you know Japanese culture back to over here in America. 
Um, it makes me think of my childhood going from, you know, some of my friends' houses and having stayovers and seeing how they lived in their houses and what was like different. And I would compare and contrast to how we were living. And so, you know, I would go to, you know, my friend Marquise's house or um, my friend Chris's house or somebody else's house and stay over. And I started to notice like, you know what? We really don't have a lot of stuff. In fact, we're struggling. And then I started to think, you know what? We're poor. And that led to, you know, being shameful, you know, about, you know, how we lived. And, and, and that kind of affected me, you know, on a, on a, the mental environment level, right? So I started feeling a certain way, but as I got older and started looking back, I started learning about some of the positives about where I grew up. You know, I was focusing on the, the, the lack side of what we didn't have in terms of materialistic things. But um, when, as I grew and started, you know, growing, I started learning about the stuff that you can't really see, about love, right? Um, about like art, like, you know, hip hop stuff that I learned along the way from being in the environment in the lower, the, I guess the lower socioeconomic areas of town. Um, friendship, you know, people that I met, the, the diverse neighborhoods, right? And so if I didn't grow up in those environments, I wouldn't made those, some of the, um, the connections that I would, uh, I made friends with. And a lot of the places that I've traveled around the world, like the street smarts that I developed came from growing up in certain environments and not having a lot, right? Um, so there were a lot of positives that came with it. And so um, I learned those behaviors, but like Carlos mentioned, and you, like a lot of us mentioned, you can be intentional about the environments that um, like we, we, we live in, right? You can set your, your own environment up for success and um, to be safe and to feel good. And so, um, that's an ability we have as humans is to make choices and, and set, you know, you know, make us, you know, set, set a space where it smells good and you wake up and you have your stuff ready to go run. I don't know, Christina walks and Carlos rides his bike. I see his bike hung, hung up on his wall, you know, so, you know, I, I think that's really cool. Um, in terms of safety, um, I think we kind of touched on that. I think you touched a little bit about. Um, well, it's, it's, it's like, it's, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? You, at the end of the day, we need to feel safe. If we're gonna, <clears throat> let me rephrase that. If we're gonna, if our goal is to like become the best version of ourselves or optimize our ability to be happy mm -hmm. and to be productive, we need to have a safe environment, right? And so if you don't have that at home, you gotta find it somewhere else. That's mm -hmm. why uh, some, you know, some of the kids we mentor and stuff, they. They hang out with us they used to kick it at the dojo because mm -hmm. it was it was safer than their home and it was safer to just stay at the, the dojo right. than to walk home right mm -hmm. and, and deal with all that mess and so um that's why kids you know hang out at the library some of them and so on and so mm -hmm. forth or, or or hang out at friends houses you and, think that was because they didn't feel or think they had control over their environment the kids, I mean, a lot of the kids that, I mean, most kids I've ever met don't feel like they have control over Well, them, right? not necessarily kids, but just, you know, people in general, uh, adults, teenagers. Uh, I mean, a lot of couples, right? Like, your environment is an ongoing negotiation. Unless you happen to meet somebody who is just like you, mm -hmm. right? It's going to be an ongoing negotiation on how much stuff <clears throat> needs to be put away or what what's cool being left out, what's not, you mm. know, like how much my, stuff my wife, <laughs> how much stuff can be had. Yeah. How much stuff can be had. Right. There, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, like my <clears throat> wife could just 
she could relax mm-hmm. no matter what the environment is. I, I can't. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If there's like a poopy diaper next to me, I'm not relaxing. There's just I'm it's I can't. I gotta go pick it up, I throw it in the trash, you know what I'm saying? And if I step over 18 socks on the way, I'm gonna go ahead and have to move those. Mm-hmm. Like I need when I sit, I need to look and it be cool. You know, it doesn't have to be like OCD with it, but right. you know, there could be dust on things because we haven't dusted in a week or mm-hmm. or a month. But um, you know, I just you know, it just it's <laughs> just yeah, it is what it is. You know, so it is. <laughs> I'll take this moment to put a little hand sanitizer over here. <laughs> just kind of wave it around like I just don't care. But uh yeah, man, it's, it's uh it, that that is an important thing about environment. It almost uh got me stunted for a second there. This sanitizer is something else, it's kind of strong amongst other things. But um, when it comes to environment, you know, set in terms of setting yourself up for success, I noticed when every time I roll over Christina's house, everything is legit and put away and it's like precise as far as I can tell, you know what I mean? So, you know, you guys don't look in the closet. Just don't look in the closet. You might get socked or something like that. (laughs) The kitchen's a mess. That's the the area that's like- We don't work in the kitchen kitchen, though. That's true. And I notice you always sit so your back is to the kitchen. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Out of sight, out of mind, right? Well, you should see her office, right? I, so when I went over there the other day, mm-hmm. her office has, she has like her little, her little stand sit, uh, her desk with like the multiple monitors. Mm-hmm. Um, she got me interested in multiple monitors, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and has like her whole little setup, yeah. uh, set up for success. I mean, it's just, that's one of the things if you want to optimize your ability to uh, be productive or happy or get things done, mm-hmm. setting up your environment is really important. Yeah, I was just going to say, so where do you spend the most of your time and how is that, that, that space set up? And is it working to your greater good and complementing your, your, your talents or do you need to make some changes? I got a real simple answer to that because of COVID, it's not set up well, it's mm-hmm. not optimized. Mm. And there's hardly anything I do about it. So that's a good question <laughs> to ask for every, all of us. I would say is uh, take a look at where you spend the most of your time, and just ask yourself. So a couple: is it set up for me you to do well? Is it working for you? Is there something annoying about the space that this smell funny? Do you need some hand sanitizer to kind of spruce it up? You know what I'm saying? Just a, you know, just a for lead by example. You know, you just wave it around. Oh, no, I have a feeling Carlos cheated over there. <laughs> that part, you know what I mean? That part for show, but we're not going to put him on Front Street. <laughs> Too <know>? late. <laughs> Front Street and uh, Front right here Avenue. <laughs> but, um, you know, we keep it funky over here. But, um, but yes, yeah, in all seriousness, uh, seriousness uh, if I can get that fart out of my mouth, good grief. Um. Yeah, I think that's some good homework to, to kind of think on. I mean, Christina, when, you, when you're pre-COVID, how was your office set up? Was it set up for you to perform? Do you have, can you put your own kind of spin on it when you walk in there in, into your office? Does someone say, yeah, this is Christina's office or is it just, you know, cookie cutter little space? Uh, yeah, so this space, so it's a bit of a unique situation, right? Because we have mm-hmm. our, our businesses that we've done, that I've done from home. <clears throat> um, so, so the office is 
is similar to pre-COVID. I've done I've done some slight changes to it. I used to have to share the office with my husband. So he used to use one of these desks that was in this office, but he just had it piled up with papers, but he never used the desk because he doesn't like to use the desk. So uh, I ended up commandeering the, the desk that I bought for him and moved all his papers into a cupboard organized. Well, he has, I, I so he's not gonna organize. So I got him a box that he can dump his papers in. So that's the that's it's containing the mess. <laughs> and then I have I used his desk and now it's a staging area for all like you know my files and stuff. So so all good. And then and then my morning routine is all set up. Like I have certain things that I access every morning that I just have on top right there. And that's where I like, you know, do my gratitude and stuff. And Josh. I see you got that big smile around you in your background. What oh. about you? How, how, what's your setup like? Where, where do you spend most of your time and how is it set up? Well, my house, I actually send, spend most of my time on the counter of the kitchen because I put a TV there too. <laughs> does. Um, but, well, it's also. Except for, except for when Ayaka is whooping your butt at Tetris. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Uh, <laughs> But I mean, you know, kitchen is always clean, so we're always there. It's just sparkly all the time. Um, but it's, I don't know. I mean, we try to clean. She, she's very clean and neat. So it's helping me a lot. Um, I used to be like, what, organized chaos kind of person. So like, like almost like jaw, everything, everywhere. I don't know where everything is. Like, which page Oh, you mean like you? your work office? Oh, yeah. But I have the office. Um, yeah, it's a little messy, I guess you could say. But it's what everything is needed is there in front. It's just a lot more things that I and I think I you know where it's all at. I know where it's all at, but everybody else doesn't know where it's all at. But oh, no. I think it it just needs to be um, organized, you know, correctly in file um, instead of a pile. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> So how would you know if you ever would need like to change anything like you know your whole setup would you ever you know some people do some spring cleaning would you ever oh yeah i was gonna say that because in the u.s it's spring cleaning so in the spring you know for freshness and be everything you're supposed to be clean but in asian culture like of our japanese they do that before the new year so you start everything fresh so you do all the cleaning like for the office and stuff last day or two of when you're at the office everybody's just cleaning the whole office together so they'll start the new year fresh and clean and organized hmm. somewhat organized for me but i so, like that idea yeah you know what actually i just so we we took down our christmas stuff mm -hmm. and you know yeah, we, did that tree make it <laughs> barely <laughs> yeah. that's you know the benefit of being colorblind is the tree was always green to me you know it never turned brown um but it did. Uh, <laughs> it was yeah, it's fantastic. I just know when it's dead is when I when you brush when you brush like a branch and you walk by and like half the tree falls off. Like oh yeah, I think it's dead. Um, but when we got it rid of everything, I like and we put it away. 
my wife was like, hey, we're going to put that stuff up. And I was like, nah, nah, let's just leave it just like this. Like this. Like, we took down all the decorations, but we didn't put back up all the other knickknacks that she likes mm-hmm. to have up. Right. And I, so now it's like minimalist. Well, we're trying to buy a house. So mm-hmm. I'm like, look, don't get comfy here. You know, we need more motivation to get us up out of this apartment. So did your level of stress, if you had any stress, did it go up or did it go down? Oh, it's gone down with all that stuff okay. gone. Okay. Yeah, man. The house is, whoo, it's nice and, it's, <laughs> it's nice and sparse. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a lot easier to, to manage. Okay. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but as far as things to change i teach since i teach uh and the kids are on zoom and we have a small little two-bedroom apartment so we don't have like an office you know what i'm saying um i either am teaching outside but it's cold you know what i'm saying i gotta run a long extension cord that's not optimal um or you need a space heater yeah or a dish uh or i have to put both kids in the room which mm-hmm. that ain't gonna work because they're both on zoom <clears throat> meetings and my wife works her office is in our bedroom mm-hmm. so so i just find other people's houses i could go work out of like yeah. people that i know who have to go to work yeah i'm like hey you going to work on tuesdays and thursdays man can i slide through and use your table to teach and so uh, I realized that immediately once COVID <laughs> happened, I was like, this ain't going to work. I had kids dancing on the thing, you know, during while I'm trying to teach. They asking me for sandwiches and I get hit with the pillow upside the head. They fart on me, you know what I'm saying? They over in the background yelling and screaming. I was like, man, this is not conducive to education. <laughs> so Yeah, when your home environment becomes your work environment, right? And a little bit of and the playground and <laughs> the kitchen and right you know some other things so that's, that's really interesting for me i spend a good deal of my time in, in the office and i never wanted to work in the office i know it's a stepping stool for right now but uh i moved so i started in one office and didn't have any windows and i'm outdoor out, outdoor kind of guy so moving to where i am now um, I got bold and put a pull-up bar in there and I'm, you know, I play music in there. I got a couple of plants and I feel good when I want them there. You know, if I'm not feeling right, I'll change the music, get something upbeat. We have a soundtrack or a few soundtracks that we use to build the dojo. So I'm, uh, you know, vibing we through there. So I'm, depending on how I'm feeling, if I'm feeling down, a uh, huge thing for me in any space or anywhere is music, whether it be in my car, uh, if I have a long drive, sometimes it's music, sometimes it's uh, an audio book, right? A lot lately it's, it's been an audio book to kind of, uh, you know, get my sense up, for lack of a better term and better word. But um, I think it's, it's important and I'm cognizant of that because <clears throat> I could wake up in the morning, put a motivational um, playlist on and start brushing my teeth with my left hand even though I'm right-handed, just to kind of activate that side where I don't have a perm, but, you know, these little braids over here to kind of get that jump start. And, um, you know, just, it's, it's about just trying to be... Did you say a perm? <laughs> I, I don't see, have a perm. I want to see you with a perm. I, I... <clears throat> Look, it, all six of you fans out there, if you could just send a request for T to perm his hair, I think that would be fantastic. I'm going to need y'all not to do that. 
I'm gonna need you guys not to do that. I'll uh, go on and create some accounts right now. <laughs> hey, ladies, yes. No, 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 hey, no, no. He gonna be over here crinkly. Hey, you can't sit on this couch, dog. You oh, <laughs> getting it all oily. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna be in anybody's environment on the couch anymore because I'm gonna be dripping my little juice everywhere. Oh, so glow. Yeah. But um music i, I just want to say for for me um has really been helpful whether it be in college writing papers spending time in libraries or procrastinating overnight writing papers i had a playlist for everything and i still do right yeah. um it's a soundtrack to my life so i think music is is instrumental to no pun intended to everything that i do so um for how do you know you, when you need to change your environment whether it be uh, for me, you know, pulling, putting that pull-up bar up, moving my desk around a certain way, making sure I have uh, plants in my space was necessary. I painted my walls because <clears throat> I just didn't feel right. The vibe didn't feel right for me. Um, I, I just didn't feel right in the space. And so once I found the color that fit and made these little tweaks, I came in and I got a little air freshener in there. Every time I walk by, I'm like, yeah, that's my spot. You know, and I associate the smell with that. And if you notice, <laughs> some, well, I don't have Carlos in here when we're coming by and tooting often, but like cologne or, or a sense of smell uh, plays a certain thing. If you've ever had a significant other wear a certain perfume or something like that, um, maybe like and I've been in a, lot, a number of different long distance relationships, but I'm not a floozy, I'll let you know that. But, um, <laughs> but um, one of the things I, I, I've done was ship like a, a t-shirt with my cologne. So, because my, my girlfriend at the time really appreciated uh, the cologne and it was a sense of comfort and the environment, you know? So uh, there's that. So did you wear the shirt or did you just spray the shirt? And no, send it? I didn't send a, a musty shirt. <laughs> 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 but- um, Did you roll on it at least a little bit? <laughs> I mean, because I'm sure the cologne smells different out the bottle onto a shirt than on you on the bottle yeah. on the shirt. I never thought about that. Yeah. Did you get yeah. the shirt back? No, I didn't get the shirt back. Yeah. 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 It was uh, one of those good fire department shirts. Yeah. Been through some things, but uh, you know, learned a lot from the relationship. But uh, you know, I gave it a little something. If it's a shirt off my back, then so be it. You know. Um, but so how do you what are some steps like you know you saying you're trying to buy a house so being that you came in an environment uh, uh being messy and you learned that you like to have a nice and clean spaces when you're looking for a house are there certain things that you're looking for uh, you know with covid everything's changed i don't i'm not entirely sure but i think more than I think you could make an environment if you have control you could make an environment almost any environment mm -hmm. welcoming you know get some plants going with sunlight and stuff like that mm -hmm. i mean for me there needs to be windows mm -hmm. um and, and green and then i could i, I could i could figure that out right mm -hmm. but um when i the question of like how can you tell if something needs to change for me, is if I'm if I'm not feeling my like myself, mm -hmm. I'm not feeling like my normal self. <clears throat> if I if I if I'm tense and stuff like that, I mm -hmm. definitely look like what's 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 going like what 
is it something visually in my environment? Is, right. is it the sounds? Is it the smells? Is it like the feng shui? Mm-hmm. And I might not necessarily know, but I'll, I'll pay attention to the signs. Like if I'm irritable, mm-hmm. sometimes for me, I'm a person who I've never, I've never lived in a place other than the house I grew up in longer than two years. Mm-hmm. Right. So I've moved every two years, basically since I was 18 and I'm 38. Right. So I just, I move. I'm a mover. I love moving. I like rearranging. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not one of most people that I meet. They're like, I hate to move. I love moving. I get to get rid of stuff. Mm-hmm. I put a little bit of things in the new spot, clean it real well. And I just let it just marinate in like nothingness and bleach, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, <laughs> you know, and, then, going these days. <laughs> and so, you know, I, so for me, when I notice I'm getting antsy or whatever, mm-hmm. it's usually because I need, I feel like I need to move. Hmm. And I've been at this apartment for a year and it was supposed to be a short-term thing because we're going to buy a house and COVID you know, stuck his foot up that little plan, you know, that quick buy a house plan. And so, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> I could tell I'm itching. And so that's how I know I need to, there's something needs to change is when I can't, or if I'm not being productive, that's, that's when I know something probably is in my environment. Hmm. Some stuff. What about you, yo Ichi Man? How do you know what when you need to change something? Is something kind of you know, kind of like that, like Carlos just described, or is there something different? You think? I mean, I would say uh, when I notice is when someone tells me that I'm not happy or I feel down, mm-hmm. down. Like some, you know, some people don't understand themselves enough or don't notice. Because the environment like I was saying is that you put you're in that bad environment that feels normal. If that becomes what it is, it's hard for you to notice you're in a rut. Mm-hmm. That happens. I mean, yes, I have my wife now, so she's like, You're not happy or you seem like an ass right now, or you know, <laughs> you're like, I'm doing a handstand, honey. <laughs> Does she say that in Japanese to you? Yeah. Like, like you're being an ass. <laughs> I bet you it sounds so much cooler though. Yeah. I, mean, I want to hear what I, I want to hear. I what, what, how do you say that? You mean ass in Japanese? You could probably say that to me, and I'd give her a hug. Huh? You go back. I'm like, you. I got the best compliment today. I didn't listen, but it, I had to sound good. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, an- another person helping you notice that you're not in that comfort zone, I guess, um, helps a lot. And that change, you know, you just notice that change. What do you need to do? What you just kind of, you know, go through your list and, hey, what was it that caused that? Or um, what can I do to change it? I mean, something that can be simple as, you know, take a breath, you know, take a step back understand where you're at, understand what all the surrounding that you have around you. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, what's going on. I mean, the environment does affect you more than, you know, more than a lot of people think that it does. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting that um, I heard Carlos and you just kind of allude to it. It's, you know, it starts with us, right? Um, you know, it, your perception of your environment um, and, how it affects our mood and a number of different things. Would you agree, Christina? Yeah, I, I agree with them 100%. Like I, I, I was reflecting as Carlos was talking about like 
you know, if he starts to get antsy and I was like, you know, I do notice, um, actually today I, I had been noticing that, so I'm having, um, construction done at my house. Right. And this window used to be like a window to the outside. Now mm -hmm. it is not, it is a window with like that's covered, right? It's gonna be in indoors. So I used to get light that flooded through that window. And now I can get that dungeon. light. <laughs> oh, you got a dungeon, I can't do dungeon. <laughs> yeah, so, well, so it's not a dungeon, but it's definitely darker, right? So dungeon. I, I have a, I have Don't one of those it. sunshine lights. So I moved it into the office today and I turned it on along with like, my the normal light that's in here and it it did it made the light the room a lot brighter so that was cool um you know so it'll it'll definitely i think i know how to change things up to get more light into here but so, so have joe bust out a hole and yeah install a window on the other wall so that you could get some so is that you so you know so so you didn't get that much light in was that was that kind of like man what's something's off in here was it was it was that off. It was? yeah it's exactly it's what it felt it felt off like i felt like i didn't really want to be in the room as much mm -hmm. right like i didn't really want to work in this room like i wanted to go work at the dining table or something because there was more light there um mm -hmm. and sometimes i feel the same way if i have um i can tell based on my energy level like so so sometimes like if i feel low energy i'll raise the table right to get mm -hmm. more more energy going and just like more focus and attention on things hmm. you know one of the things that's important uh, interesting about that you make me think about industrial psychology and how um you have some psychologists work hand in hand with mechanical engineers and designing office equipment to have desks that raise up and down because I've been in you know meetings and stuff where you know um you know as a young student where you know if you're tired they, the professor would tell you to stand up you know just be quiet get up walk to the side stand up stretch do what you do whatever you need to do um and so that's really interesting if you're sitting for long periods of time I don't know if about you but sometimes my feet fall asleep or, or more specifically my right ankle I've had a lot of work done on it I'm starting to mm -hmm. notice uh, the environment is a little different but um that's really interesting um you know and i think what i'm kind of gathering from everybody is kind of paying attention to yourself and you know how your mood changes and anywhere you are if you've ever been in a room and seeing a couple of people arguing you can feel the tension sometimes people say right <clears throat> so that is a, a thing and sometimes you know certain people in your environment could lead to you not feeling safe right um, I think it's really important to understand why, <clears throat> you know, you, whether it be somebody in your space or, you know, something, a weird smell, uh, you're in that, your office turning into a dungeon and now you need light, just understanding why or what needs to change because, you know, a small little tweak could, you know, six months down the line could set you up for success and, and you, you would never really know if you didn't take the time to kind of deep dive in and kind of get that understanding so our environments are really important uh, my brain and behavior professor all would always talk about genes and environment always interact right um genes on, a, on our cellular level so when you talk about nature and nurture as a you know as a baby you know you have 
motherly love and then you know in the household that you come up with so to me your your home environment whatever that might look like is kind of like our first society right and what you kind of you know what you get and what you don't get or you know um kind of dictates how you all go out and when you leave wherever you are and how you interact with other humans on this planet <clears throat> so um but once you kind of get to a certain point what's that i was just, i was just thinking of so a lot of the work that i've done is case management going in into people's homes and helping them with like whatever their challenges are uh whether it be parenting or whatever uh so i've been in a lot of like just strangers homes and mm. been invited to sit down on the couch and have conversations or whatever Right. And and the houses that I go into that when they have all the 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 blinds drawn, mm-hmm. right? There's no like light that comes in. I get I get so tired. Mm-hmm. Like hmm. I I get unbelievably. I've like nodded off, hmm. sitting on a couch having a conversation with the client, and I'm like, dude, what is up? And then I'll look around. I'm like, oh, it's dark up in here. You know, you live in a damn cave, and I just. ADHD genes, right? Mm-hmm. So like, I'm super hyper in a in a in a place with no sunlight. Right, puts me to sleep. <laughs> just I, it just oh man, you know what I'm saying? You didn't even have a air conditioning on and, and being in dark. Oh golly, <laughs> I'd be miserable. Oh, I've actually man. run into that situation, right? And so, um, <clears throat> but yeah, I'll I just am always going. Especially when you go watch a movie, you gotta have a big blanket. And like a little heater. You want to know what I did one time on a date? Oh, this is so man. I went to the movie. You know, movie theaters are always cold, right? I'm right. on a date. Yeah. And I and so I'm sitting over there. I have my nice little like my nice down comforter jacket. You know what I'm saying? The little REI embezzlement. Well, knock off REI. You know, and so I'm like, I'm like all ready to go. You know what I'm saying? Got my pants. I wore my extra long what socks. Movie were you guys you know, I don't know what movie it was, but um, <laughs> it was a hazard center. And I oh, remember, yeah. I remember sitting down and I was cool because I always come prepared to be frozen. And then so I was ready. I was warm. You know what I'm saying? I had kicked my shoes off and I was just like, boom. And I look over. And she's over here kind of like shivering. And I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. And I was like, um, you cold? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> all right. So I took my jacket off and underneath all I had was a tee on, like a, a regular t-shirt. And so I put it on her and I'm sitting there and I'm, it was, it took maybe 48 <laughs> seconds. And I was just like, boop, goosebumps. I'm cold, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying not to shift too much in my seat. And she's like, oh, I feel so bad. I was like, nah, it's cool. I got a solution. I, I went yeah. to the bathroom. I went to the bathroom. And they had, um, you know, like the brown rolls of toilet, uh, not toilet paper, the um, paper towels. Right. But the, the the brown continuous joint. Yeah. Right? So I, was, I snapped off like, <laughs> I don't know, eight feet of that. You know what I'm saying? And we came with that. And I sat down and I was like, boop, I just draped it over my over my arm. And I, I, I did not move. The rest, of, I was like, hey, can you tuck it in right there a little bit? And I just, the, the whole rest of the movie, you know, I move around and stuff. When I laugh, I just sat there. I was watching the movie. I was laughing. I was like, ha, 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 ha. I just couldn't move because I knew it would you tear. You rip that little yeah, paper. Yeah, nah, hell nah. She was like, you want something to eat? No. Mm-mm. You got to <laughs> The guy she sees eating popcorn yeah. just kind of like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I kid you not. Dude, I was warm. I was so warm. I know how to warm myself. You know what I'm saying? I just need a little. 
because I'm like a toaster oven. I generate so much body heat that yeah. all I need is just something to bounce it back to me. You know what I'm saying? So that 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 paper towel, I was just like, cool, just just so just then at heat any time up. when you were sitting there warm, were you ever wondering about the guy that was coming out of the bathroom washing his hands and and trying to get some paper towels and stuff? God, hell no. Nah. You know, there was more than enough. You know, they got their big old rolls. And the other thing was, here's the other thing. For some reason, I could care less what she thought of me. I was like, I gave you my jacket. So if you're judging me for putting this, uh, you know what I'm saying, this here and making this work so that you warm and I'm warm, yeah. right? Because I could have given it to her and she would have just, <laughs> just been sitting there, you know what I'm saying, judging herself, right? It's just the conversations that are going to come from that. Like, right. oh, girl, don't you know, do you? I was right. cold. He had his right. jacket on. I was eyeing his jacket. I was like, uh. he didn't even put his arm around me. He, just, he went to the bathroom and got some paper towel. And came and, back and gave and it to me. And he tucked me in. You know what I'm saying? Some brown paper towel. So I went and took that one. Hey, That's why cool. I ain't never dating nobody named Carlos ever again. It's a trigger for me. I trigger. I go back and I'm sitting in the movie theater and I'm cold and shivering. That damn Carlos. He kept blowing his nose on me too. But yeah, no. Nah. So that's you know that's this yeah environment. That's really yeah. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you know another thing about environment is there's a book called uh, Switch by mm. Chip and Dan Heath. I believe. And uh, they talk about um, the rider and the elephant. And so mm -hmm. um, when you're trying to um, create change in your life, mm -hmm. your emotions are the elephant and your reason and your logic and your like willpower is, is the rider. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I, I've actually ridden an elephant and you can't, there's, you can't make an elephant do a damn thing. You know what I'm saying? Like I was on this big old giant elephant and it decided to go eat this tree. And even though the little dude was like, ah, stop, the elephant was just like, ah, like hit him with this little trunk and went over there and started eating the tree. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and there was just no moving it. And so what they talk about is um, if you sometimes, a lot of times it's hard to like control our emotions, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, just like it's hard to control an elephant. So what you need to do as a rider is you need to shape the path that the elephant's going down, mm -hmm. right? And so that's what, um, to me, what I try to uh, manifest in my life is with what I do every day, I, it, the reason why I'm clean isn't, I'm not a germaphobe, mm -hmm. right? It's because I don't like losing things. I right. like to know where stuff's at. Mm -hmm. I, I like to not have to like watch where I walk. Like when I started mm -hmm. dating uh, my wife, you know, her kids were almost two and five. I had never had, you don't want to know what it's like to wake up in the middle of the night, have to pee real bad, run out of the room, like in an apartment you're not familiar with, and your heel lands on a little Lego or something like that, and, and you almost pee your pants because you also like stepped on a Lego and then you hop. And then your other toe stubs on something. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's ridiculous, right? And so I'm like, nah, I got to shape my environment. Uh, so, so you don't pee on yourself. Exactly, right? In the middle of the night. <laughs> right. So it's all about shaping. To me, it's about shaping your environment to achieve what you want to achieve. And, and for me, that's happiness and, and productivity. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, friends and family so how do i shape my environment to achieve those things that's really interesting and it's all connected because when you really think about it 
your environment is that elephant in the room, like you just said, kind of, that you probably should pay attention to and you should probably address if it's Mm -hmm. not, you know, serving you. I heard you talk about this right now, I, 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 and it has to do with, you know, as Rastafari said, I and I, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So paying attention to um, the elephant in the room for environment, right? Um, And your relationship to that or, or to that, if it's a person or if it's, terrible music if you know it's impacting you you know and so perception and taking you know uh, inventory of that you know that might be something healthy to do as well for the new year like uh yosh just talked about you know think about where you spend a lot of your time right is it your your school if you're in your school in your classroom for 45 minutes if a zoom call you know are you paying attention or is your camera on right or are you you know, we hear what it, and you're, you know, doing different things. And so um, set yourself up for success. It's uh, an important thing. And a good question to ask yourself is your environment conducive to, you know, directing you to where you want to go in life, right? Um, yeah, I think that's a- And supportive of where you want to go. And supportive of that, right? And if not, how do you change that, you know? It's something really, really important in, 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 you know, asking yourself, are you happy, right? If not, what can you do? What's within your control to change that? So any lasting comments, Yosh? Um, I guess I guess what I say is that my, me and my wife are a good team, I guess, because I'm a, almost like not a hoarder, but I like to keep things. And she likes to throw things away. So it's like, you know, we both need, oh. you know, being, being, uh, the environment is also very important. Um, and it's, it's, it's something that you need to work on step by step. Like I always said, shuffle your feet, right? Little by little. Mm-hmm. Um, start small. <clears throat> things like, like Carlos was saying, you shape the environment. If you're going to shape it, start by one thing. It's called, like T said, where do you spend the most time in your day? If you do that, um, it might be very change. What you could do is like, okay, where's your, like you said, secondary house or third place that you always spend time with? Just change something there. If it makes you feel better, I think um, start changing it everywhere else too. Like that's small step by step. And that change can be anything, you know, like 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 Christian was saying, just putting the light in the in the room to make it feel better, you know. And just understanding that, I think, is a big step. Yeah, that little change could be a difference in an increase in your performance. You know, you might in, in your pro- productivity. Good one, good one. What about you, Christina? Uh, just lasting parting words. Um, your perception can also change your environment, like how you view certain things, right? So. Uh, you might not not you might not necessarily like everything about your environment, but <laughs> um, you know, but but you can focus on what is working and like you know grow upon that and yeah, focus on what you can do and what's in your control and part of that is your perception. Cool, cool. Brother Los, dog. I really think that uh, it, it <clears throat> do the best that you can to. Uh, two things. One, find a safe place. 
a place that you could go to that you could access that hopefully doesn't cost money um that that where you feel safe right like a little escape um i'm not talking about you know like oh some timeshare in hawaii i'm saying like mm -hmm. accessible that you could get to unless you happen to live in hawaii uh and then so um find a safe place and 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 hopefully um utilize it as much as you need to and much as you can and and if and if if you're lucky that place will be your home mm -hmm. right and so if it's not your home what can you do to improve your home environment because if that's where we, we wake up and go to sleep at most nights like it's really important to at least find a safe room build a safe room set some boundaries with some folks or something mm -hmm. so that you can feel safe like uh i know for me in my childhood i my i did i grew up in my house is usually the messiest house of any house that i've gone to but my room was my safe haven i they knew don't be bringing nothing up in my room and so i was able to at least sleep in peace you know, mm -hmm. and wake up in peace. And so um, do what you can to try to improve your home environment so that you could feel calm and peaceful. Um, we're not all, always fortunate to have that, uh, mm -hmm. but you know, something. That's how, how about you? That's a good one, man. Um, a friend of mine, I just talked to the other day, his house is, is he has an elephant in his house. And so his, 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 that's a, his, day, huh? that's a yay, man, you know? So he spends his time in his car, right? Oh, kicks it in the car and then he blows his trees in the car, listens to beats in the car. And that's his little, his cape mm -hmm. for right now. Yeah. Like, until he can kind of address the elephant in the room. That's where it is. For, for me, um, think about this. <clears throat> like, you know, you leave your home environment. We're kind of talking about that and you go out um to spend you know your lasting hours of the day uh you might go to a store you might go to the mall you might sit in a restaurant <clears throat> um you're in an environment there's music playing there are people who go to school go to college get phds to study environments to make sure it's optimal so you go around and you buy things and there's the right music's playing and you stay for a little bit longer and you maximize time you know there are people who are studying um, the environment so that way they can get things from you, get you to buy certain things, right? So I would think it might be healthy for you to spend some of some time to kind of find out what you like to do, so that way you don't become, you know, controlled by somebody else and to, and, and wonder why you have so much stuff and you don't know why you bought it, right? Understand what makes you tick and what you want in your environment, so that way you might be a little bit more intentional about how you spend your time and where you where you spend your time and what environments are going to be best for you. Um, it's a good time to wrap up the year uh, on a positive note and go into a new one with uh, some good tips and tricks. And so if you um, have any questions or comments, you can uh, check us out on Stay Small in Life at our uh, social media handle. Um, you know, we definitely want to thank you for your, all three or hopefully four of you for tuning in and checking us out uh, for our 12th episode talking about environment. Um, we go live twice a month. Join us at Be Curious and Grow. Sus subscribe and follow. Uh, Christina, can you let us know about where they can find uh, an invitation or, or um, um, how to join us? Uh, yes, yeah, so our um, information about our um, 
meetup is on Facebook. And if you don't have Facebook, we'll post it on Instagram as well. And so with that, I um, just want to take you guys out how we normally do. We wholeheartedly believe you can and deserve to be happy. Stay Smiling Life is here to empower you, help you take control of your life, and help you choose happiness. Let's go live a life where we understand why and how the choices we make impact our happiness. Now let's get getting to happy together. Get it. See you guys next time. Hasta luego. Bye. Toodles.